Boys, let's go. We have to get to church. Let's go. Dad, I can't go to church. Got a bunch of dough from jail. I'm going down to the pool hall to make some money. Ricky, it's Christmas. We're going to church. That's the way it goes. Ray, I've got gifts to sell. I'm not I going can't, to I'm church. Not going to church. No, I can't go to church. Way I... it goes. Way it goes, boys. Well, you heard him, boys. Well, I guess we're going to church. Searchers podcast. Tis the season to be jolly. Ho ho ho. <laughs> I'm your host, Ben. And with me to- tonight on this very cold East Coast night. I mean <laughs> <laughs> on this cold, it is cold. Ni- on this cold night. You're 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 joining me is Christopher. What's up, everybody? We are uh gooning right now. And that's fitting for the topic. <laughs> this entire episode is gooning in a good way. It is December. It is Christmas time. And we've covered at least two television shows in the we past. We have. You're right. We just have made a lot of references, a lot of sound bites, a lot of drops referencing this show. And we are finally going to delve into Trailer Park Boys with the Trailer Park Boys Christmas special, also known as Dear Santa, Go Fuck Yourself. Well said. That is what it's called. Yeah, yes. We we need finally decided that now was the time to introduce people or the fans that know the show get to join us in one giant episode dedicated to the classic TV show. The classic. That's still. Is it still running? I, I probably is. I don't even know what season it would be on by now. But I'm not actually sure. I know the boys do live shows. That would be Julian. I, I, did, I did see them. Ricky live. and Bubbles. That's cool. I I can't say that that. I saw them live in Durham, North Carolina, when I used to live in North Carolina, and my friends. I think the year after that saw Leahy and Randy in Baltimore as a as you know their show before um john dunsworth died r.i.p man yeah what a great actor but yeah the the classic canadian television show that was picked up by netflix about i don't know 10 or 15 years 10 years into their run and now that now they're on netflix all their stuff's on netflix the christmas special is on netflix so how you can watch it yeah, they're on season 12, I'm, I'm looking now. So they've done five seasons with Netflix. With Netflix. They have a podcast, I believe. They have a, There's a lot of stuff you can get into. If you're already fans of the show, you already know all this. Swearnet was where they did everything. That was their, what's the right yeah. word for it? Like their platform, I guess. Their, their, yeah. Their, their central like hub. of. That's of where they did their first seven or eight seasons and a few specials. Yeah, I don't know if it was on some Canadian. It was like on the Canadian TV version of HBO. I don't know what it's called. It's it's on the beginning of every single one of their 
first five, six, seven seasons. It's like that, you know, that music that starts. Yeah. Regardless, you can look all this stuff up on the internet. Basically, this is, this is us covering something that we really have been talking about offline. We've been talking about it a little bit on the show. And this is a way to be both merry and drunk at the same time and have fun. To get, in other words, get two birds stoned at once, which we've said on the pod multiple times. Classic, yes. classic Rickyism. All I know is I'm getting drunk as fuck tonight and getting stoned and it's going to be great. I'm, at, I'm not actually getting stoned. I'm not getting drunk. But if I was Ricky, I would be. Disclaimer. I am drinking a beer that starts with the word Kush. That's close. No one ever wants to admit they've ate nine cans of ravioli. Know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Everybody walking the face of the earth trying to judge a J-Rock. You know what I'm saying? Seems saying, but I ain't shook because motherfuckers try to take me out and stuff, but they can't, right? You know what I'm saying? You're saying, know what I'm saying, too many times. 80 or 90 times? That's too many times. Once or twice is cool, but 80 or 90 times, man? What are you from the department of know what I'm saying? You taking no, the norm census? You counting my know what I'm saying? We're hanging out, right? It's Eight all or nine right? times? That's too many know what I'm saying. You're riding on my jock. You know what I'm saying? I'm just trying to have a good time. You know what I'm saying? You're counting my know what I'm saying. How am I supposed to be myself when you're counting my know what I'm saying all the time? So the Christmas special was a in-between season special they released in 2004, so 19 years ago. It's all wow. the epi- all the re- yeah, feel old. All the regular episodes are about 22, 23 minutes like a regular sitcom. It, the, the show's a mockumentary kind of like The Office before The Office came out, so it was the original Office, but you know, the original Trailer Park, it's all good. It was the it was one of the shows that bridged the gap from the 90s that harbored in that reality TV, you know, style show. And as you said, the now mockumentary that's a, it's overdone that led now. to the mockumentary. It's overdone now, right? Yeah, but I it led it. it led to the that mainstream mockumentary style that everyone knows through the office, parks and rec. Yeah, the cetera, office, you know, et cetera. If you're if you're a trailer park supervisor, this is your office, so it's fine. But that assistant to the <laughs> Yeah, you're the assistant, Randy. You, Randy Bobandy. You cheeseburger eating motherfucking walrus. <laughs> uh, all right. So, Chris, before we get into the any details about the special, what or who introduced you to Trailer Park Boys? Because it is a weird, I mean, unless you just randomly put it on, on Netflix, could you see it advertised? That's, I think most people now, maybe that's the way they see it. But if you, if you got into it a long time ago, I, I figured there's got to be a weird story or something. Yes. I don't know if it if it's weird, but a funny story was, or whatever. <clears throat> yeah, it was basically every summer in for middle school on my cousin and my brother and I would get into these really habitual things where for for watching movies or TV shows and every summer when we were we would spend our summers together, my cousin would live in a different state. Um but he would come visit us up here in Connecticut every summer and there was mul- there were multiple summers there for a while where we would sort of latch on to something and then just that would be the theme, quote unquote, theme of the summer. It was never planned that way. That was just how everything sort of developed. So one one summer, one summer, I think we just re- put Bora on repeat when when that had come out, when, when we had it on DVD. Um, another summer, we watched Wayne's World. Oh, um, Gypsy. <laughs> Excellent. King and. King in the castle, king in the castle. <laughs> so basically it was all stupid comedies. Um, I think one summer we watched 
the Tom Green show. Oh god. And that's so that would be like another um that would be another segue sort of between the Daddy, 90s would you and, like some sausage and the mockumentary style of the 2000s. And uh one summer we we somehow I honestly don't remember where we found it. But we stumbled over the trailer park boys and at the time it was only a few seasons were out and however however many seasons there were we were able to watch them all greasy again i i can't remember i can't remember how but that's how it was so it was before What's, 20 it was before 2015 it was before 2015 yeah it oh, was wow. um we're talking 2000 Somewhere between 2005 and 2007. Wow. I want to say. No idea where you would have watched it. I, 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 All I know is from Netflix. So my, my story is much more. Uh, it, it's it's just like my friend introduced me to it. It was it was just like, hey, some guys at college introduced me to this show one night. And we watched this. We like binged an entire season. Like you should check it out. And season one, you get into it. Like the first two episodes, you're like, what the hell is this? This is so stupid. This doesn't <laughs> yes. make any sense. Everyone is freaking retarded. Like they all like they all just like they don't make any it doesn't make any sense because they they purposefully just start the show off with no there's no exposition. It's just like I'm mm-hmm. getting out of I'm getting out of jail and my friend's picking <laughs> me up. And it just that's that's kind of a trope for every season where one of the either one or more of them is in jail. By the and time the just, finale comes around. And they all go back to jail at the end. Yeah, it's that's a trope. So uh, my friend just introduced me to it. I, I think it was 20, either 14 or 15 through college. And I binged it all in like a month. And by that, at that point, there was like, I want to say. There's probably the seven. Season right? eight. Seven, seven. Eight, seven or eight. Eight yeah. or nine, I think. But yeah, it was. It, they were already on Netflix by that point. I really wish I remembered where I saw it. I'm gonna have to ask my cousin and my brother, see if they have a better memory than I do. Yeah, if you find out before we post this episode, we can put it in the show notes. But cool. Yeah, so they were already on Netflix by then, so they were, they were fairly quote unquote mainstream, I would say. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so the special came out in 2004. In between seasons, it's 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 a, it's 45 46 minutes long, so it's basically just two episodes. And the, the the kicker is the show kind of they never tell you like what year the show starts, but you can assume it's around ninety nine two thousand, right? When it starts, like, and the show is filmed like the new episodes aren't, but the first few seasons are sh- it, it's really crappy quality. Like my I was watching it on my new TV. My wife's <laughs> like, "Why does this look like shit?" I'm like, "It's <laughs> just the show, okay? Like, just don't ask questions." <laughs> It's not the TV. What what are these bars on the side? I'm like, you don't understand four three <laughs> ratios. Just shut up. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, the the I don't. Yeah, I think the the more recent seasons they don't have the the bars like the you know the square. That's correct. The, the old look of the the old TV look. But it, the whole gimmick in the beginning is it's like the office or the uh, rather the office is like it where it's like a camcorder style and like there's a camera crew following these guys around through their debauchery. <laughs> They want to film this trailer park to see the inner machinations of what these people are like. And it would, if this was real people, it'd be great TV because it's ridiculous and hilarious. <laughs> but yeah, so we'll, we'll get 
the whole point we won't even talk about the show the episodes of the show we'll just well let's delve in let's dive into the dive baby let's dive it let's dive into this special so the whole premise is the special i think between seasons three and four and they take it back in time and they're like oh it's christmas 1997 yes it's yeah it's christmas 97 and essentially i said this to you off air before the show it's essentially an origin story so any fans of the show that had seen all the seasons up to this point in the middle of season four it's it makes it all that much better you're going to catch all the in jokes you're going to see how all the characters sort of became the way they are (laughs) prior to season one or if they're already still similar or not but or how they're different one that just jumped out to me before right before recording was Ray wasn't saying the way she goes. She was saying the way it goes. And somewhere between 97 and when the show was recorded, he, he his whole phrase is the, the way she developed. Goes. That's the way she goes. Well, it's funny because really all of these actors, they have a progression with their characters. So yes. their characters have their own arcs and everything. But for example, I'll take J-Rock. J-Rock has this progression with all of his J-Rock-isms the same way Ricky does too. They get so into their characters and they've been doing them for so long that by the time you get to, you know, season eight or season 12, these guys are just, they are the characters. And yeah. J-Rock, my example specifically with J-Rock was how he says, Jonathan um, Torrance, Jonathan Torrance, shout keep out. It real. Keep it real. <laughs> the way that he says, Mafuck. you know, Mac. he, Mac. he says the word longer in the beginning of the show. And then, yeah. By the time you get to the end of the series, he's like totally played with the word where he's he's chopped it. He's chopped and screwed the word. And it's it's just a bunch of. Yeah. Yeah. It's so. Yeah. So, I, I'm so there's, sorry. There's, there's going to be so many like just clips dropped in and peppered through this motherfucking episode. Just just fuck off. I got work. It. I got work to do. OK. I'm on the air, Rand. Yeah. There was no Cyrus in this episode. I was kind of disappointed. I feel like they should have put like a they should have put like a. 10 second Cyrus clip. Like he just randomly showed up real quick and then like went away <laughs> or, or George green. There was no George green, the, the, the fellow yeah. cop that yeah. uh, Leahy used to be a cop with. Um, there was, there was a snippet of his relationship with the cops in this, but it wasn't between him and George. No, there's just so many, so much to explain. We can't, we can't explain every single little in- intricacy, but <clears throat> the J rock thing is, is great. Cause Jamie is his name, but J Rock in the in this in the show is like this more or less guy who hangs out with a bunch of aspiring rappers is the nicest well, way. To, that's the nicest way to describe it. <laughs> nicest way to put it, but it it makes fun of because I mean we're talking ninety nine two thousand right. Making fun so, of Eminem for sure. That was becoming hot at the time. So a white a young white guy being a you know a rapper or yeah. um, taking on a black persona. I'm going to make it in this rap game. It's one of the longest running jokes in the show. Yeah. Yeah. And, and in this, in the special, he's, it's like before he became that character. So he's just like, Hey guys, what's up guys? Right. <laughs> yeah. Hey, and- R- Ricky, it's so great. You got out of jail. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he almost sounds like gay, but he, I mean, he's not, he's, he's just really playing. He was already three or four seasons. Jonathan Torrance was already probably three or four seasons into the show. So he was just like really going extra into the I'm not J-Rock yet. In it this, it in has this not become. Right. Yeah. Right. And so, it's so good. 
to go off of J Rock and and um and his crew, you see in this episode that that they are actually in cahoots, or that he's sort of in the, at the same level that Corey and Trevor are, where three or four seasons in, you know that Corey and Trevor get get bullied and get ordered around by Ricky and Julian. Um, but you see here that Jamie and Tyler are in at at that same point in the food chain. Like they're they're, they're all being ordered by Ricky and Julian. But we're not idiots. <clears throat> right. Yeah. They're not they're not Corey and Trevor. Exactly. But you, you see where they where the dynamic <laughs> where, where where how they fit into the dynamic. We're talking about so many characters. <laughs> Michael Jackson. <laughs> uh, I I was so upset when when he left the show and I there's been I don't a lot even of drama with the show. What who? Which one? Michael Jackson. When he left when he, I found oh, no, the season it was they, done, but a lot of those guys were kind of fucked over. I think monetarily they did they didn't really like make out like they should have. Right. And he kind of just there was a lot of things said. I don't know the entire backstory, but I've I've heard it enough. Chris said Michael Jackson. The guy's name is actually Michael Jackson. He's a Canadian, so it's it's fine. And he he actually a white be- skinny guy. He actually believes he's white and was born white, you know. Yeah, and he's the he is part of the comedic pair with Corey Bowles. <laughs> uh, those guys. It's like go tell everybody that it was your fault. Okay. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Corey, Trevor, smokes. Now smokes less. Let's go, boys. Uh but yeah, let's let's get into a little bit of what's happening in this Christmas special. Which Merry you Christmas. Can, you can find on Netflix if you have it. So it opens up like everything else. Ricky's in jail and he's getting busted, you know, not busted out. He's getting bailed out by Julian. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't want to because in jail during Christmas, the guards and everybody just, they just, you know, it's Canadian jail. So it's not really jail. It's just like they're all just hanging out and getting, they're smoking dope and they're just getting drunk. And that's exactly how. Party. That's exactly how Ricky describes it. Like we're just getting drunk and smoking dope. It's a great time. It's a, it's a great party. Yeah. Uh, and so Julian's like, I'm bailing him out because Julian's getting hit on by Ricky's uh, girlfriend slash fiance. They're always what's what's her name again? She's it's Lucy. Blanking. Lucy, that's right. Because she's trying to she's trying to get with Julian, and Julian's like, I'm freaking done with this. And another <laughs> you know, trope. Lucy yeah, is there. It, it happens a lot. Yeah, it happens a lot where Lucy goes back. She goes between so many guys. She's yeah, it's a trailer park, so it fits. But she she makes Julian a uh, in the beginning she makes Julian a mistletoe belt. <laughs> and then Bub- Bubbles is like it's kind of easy what she was going for. Like it's pretty obvious. <laughs> it's pretty obvious. Yeah, and Julian for all the all the shit that happens, this show would not be as successful if they if you if you didn't have a character like Julian because in in that scenario with the belt, he's he is always. I mean, he's the straight guy of the show. Right. So you have you basically have all these fools <laughs> and Julian is like the rock of the entire show. Yeah, he's just always like I mean, he's he's a degenerate, but he's a he drinks. He's always got a drink in his hand. And in addition to that, he's always scheming. So in, in this special, he's <laughs> stealing gifts and trees, Christmas trees and reselling them to the park. And at the same time, he's hosting. There's a contest for the trailer 
that has the best the best lights. And you can't win unless you buy your shit from him. Man, right. <laughs> Uh, yes. So that's that's his game, and and Ricky's trying to. It's Christmas time, and the so the main the main three Ricky, Julian, and Bubbles. Ricky gets out, and he has to make up with Lucy because Julian says that Lucy really wants him, but she really doesn't. And they have a kid, they have a daughter together. Right? I I guess at this point, it's like what maybe two or three. She's very young. I don't even think she's shown in the in the uh, in the special. Trin or Trinity. She's yeah. she's briefly shown going in and out of the church with Lucy. But is that's, she a ba- that's real, baby or that's walking? It. She's walking. Know. She's a toddler, though. She's like you said, she's two or three years old. Okay, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so, and then with those two, they're off doing their shit. And then Bubbles, you know, has this present that he got from his a trope throughout the entire series is is bu- Bubbles doesn't have a family. He's kind of just like a nomad, like going from going from trailer to trailer and just mooching off who he can, like as his that he's friends with them and does stuff for them, but he just like wants to fit in and, and, you know, just get along with everybody. So bubbles is for lack of a better word or phrase, he is the moral. He's sort of the moralist of the group. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's always like, doesn't want to do illegal shit. Doesn't he'll smoke. He'll smoke weed and drink, but other than that, he won't do anything else bad. Oh, he, he at least he doesn't want to. He's always against it. He's always the one who he's he's the moral voice. And yeah, really, I mean, whenever the guys throughout this entire Christmas episode, he's the he's the conscious. He's, he's the conscious. He's he's the heart. Yeah, yeah. And so he has this present and he wants to open it because he, but he's not going to open it unless his family's there and his family abandoned him. And so he's all. You know, everybody's kind of dicking off the entire special, and he's up- upset because no one's like, it's like, it's Christmas time. Everyone's supposed to like act a certain way and be, you know, fly right. You know, Santa's coming. You got to act, you know, act good. I mean, that's obviously for the kids, but he's in the Christmas spirit the most out of everybody. Well, maybe, <laughs> maybe Ray's in it because he's like, we got to go to church. Chris- Christmas, <laughs> no- Christmas day at midnight or Christmas Eve at midnight. We're going to church. And surprisingly, yeah. actually, Ray, Ray is like the only other character that's that's he's, about he's like he's like Julian, but also like Ricky. He's like a, he's like a in the between. He's like he's like a fuck up, but he like right. still ha- somehow oh, he, he lies about being <laughs> disabled. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty bad. But he that's how he gets his disability checks, man. Come on. Yes. Yes. He tries not to get out of his wheelchair. Yeah, I mean it's it's weird because he's he's the father to Ricky, so Rick, Ricky's literally the the extreme part of the spectrum, where he is, you know, low IQ, gooder. He, he's hey, re- I'm getting gooder, and I'm getting stuff in my brain, and <laughs> literally doesn't know anything. And um, yeah, but he, you're right. Like Ray, Ray's also like Julian because he he is scheming. Um, it was, it was just surprising to be reminded that he was the guy that was like, Hey, we really actually do need to go to church. That's the way, that's the way it goes. The way it goes. Right. (laughs) Ricky has these very, very, and it's usually either once a season or like twice a season, but it's a trope that he has these very lucid moments where he's like, this is actually how I'm supposed to be. And like, I'm supposed to do these things. And I'm going to like, (laughs) at the end of this episode (laughs) or the special rather, he is 
talking and he's literally like he's not talking like an idiot he's he's like i'm respond i'm gonna be responsible and like no rickyisms come out of him at all and it's like oh yeah it's like i'm gonna be do all what i have to do for my family and i'm and i'm like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna fuck up and all this stuff that's the trope that because he's always like i got responsibles and you know just ridiculous (laughs) things he says do you remember any of the ridiculous things that he said this this episode because okay there were like two or three like that were really funny, but I forgot to write down. I did not write a timestamp down. I don't know if you can hunt this down. I'll hunt it down. I, the funniest part of the entire special for me, this watch, was when they're explaining, I think just before the funny part happens, they're explaining the, the Christmas tree scheme. And they're, it's during the day, and he's they've got the whole crew. They, they have Jamie and Tyler, and they have Corey and Trevor, and they're they're telling them to grab the Christmas trees. And Ricky is having a little bit of a tirade and he's going, nerds, grab the trees. <laughs> one tree, one nerd per tree, one tree per nerd. <laughs> I I was sitting there on the couch and my wife was right next to me and I lost it listening to that part of the episode. And she's probably like, you're such an idiot. She will. She <laughs> basically, yes. She was like, basically, uh, can you, she was like, can you keep. Can you keep the laughter down, please? No, I, I can't. I'm sorry. I lost it. Hurry the fuck up. We gotta go down the mall. Fucking nerds. Nerds. What the fuck are you guys doing? Huh? Grab a tree. Both of you. One each. Do you want one of these? Ones? Just grab hey. a fucking tree. Nerds. Let's go. Julie, I can't get the tree out. It's stuck. You can't get the tree out because you're a nerd. Why is there two nerds carrying one tree? One tree per nerd. The one tree, the one tree per nerd thing, or the one nerd per tree that that got me. When I say Rickyisms, there was actually a, a two or three times where he just a Rickyisms where he just takes a a random saying and makes it his own idiom, where it's like it doesn't make sense at all, and it's the wrong words, but you know what he means by it. Like I told us, I I told you so, as I I told it so, and stuff yeah. like that. There, there were like two or three right in succession in this episode. He, he says like two or three in a row, and I'm like, damn, that was really good. I got to find that. You're going to have to find them because I don't think I'm going to remember them either at the moment. I just, that episode, that, that episode, that part of the episode with the trees, not a Rickyism, but it's a, it's a great Ricky moment with the boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, let's see. I'll see if Dear I can Santa, find. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Okay, so the other ongoing joke with Ricky that you find the origin story of in this episode is the car. So there's there's this car that we know from the show. It's it was it Julian's the, grandmother's, and he yes, gave it to Ricky. He he gave it to Ricky, and we find out that this happened during the Christmas of '97. So in this episode, we actually Ricky comes out of jail. Julian picks him up in the car. He says, "Ricky." Um, I'm going to give you my grandmother's car. And it was supposed to be part of Julian's scheme to get him back together with Lucy because Lucy was trying to get with Julian and Julian wasn't having any of that. Um, and he needed Ricky and Lucy to be together because that helps Ricky. Um, that helps Ricky do better things in Julian's whole ultimate scheme. Okay. So there's like, there's a whole plan to it. And we find out that he gave him the car and throughout this entire special, the car every time, actually, actually known as the shipmobile, the shipmobile, 
we we see it become the shipmobile because Ricky destroys a part of it every time he drives it. So it's another ongoing joke. Yeah, doors fall off, hubcaps, uh, quarter front corner panel, back corner <laughs> panel, whatever. Like you the name windows. It. Yeah. He drives by the cop car. When the, at one point, the cops are at the trailer park uh, for another reason, for the stolen Christmas trees. And the shipmobile pulls up. And when they go to leave, <laughs> Ricky scrapes the entire side of the car against the cop car. <laughs> And he starts yelling at the cop. Actually, that was another great moment. He starts yelling at the cop. He's like, "Who, the, who put this here?" <laughs> <laughs> or when, or when he's trying to drive through the trailer park, and Rick and uh, Leahy's car's in the way because it's stuck in the snow, and he's like, "Leahy, get right. your car out of the way, otherwise I'm fucking driving through." I'm through and, it. <laughs> yeah, and you know, Barb's there, Leahy's wife, Jim. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah the one so day you're allowed to drink a year is Christmas Day. Don't fuck it up. And you get uh you get a lot of barb in this. Right. But no sc- no scalloped potatoes though. And Barb, your scalloped potatoes are fucked. <laughs> one of the greatest lines of the show. I mean, how much longer are you want to go on this? Because we could go longer about I think we can keep it short and sweet. I, I do want to say this while before I forget it again, that the creator and the director he was actually the director and the writer for most of the episodes. Correct me if I'm wrong. Mike Clattenburg. Yeah. Yeah. He directed and wrote this episode and have you, you've seen the movie, right? The first Which, movie that they is did. Is it the one where that Leahy wants to go on vacation? I don't remember if that's part of it, but the boys, the boys are planning a heist and they, they do it at the mall. That's the only part I remember. Actually. It's not like, uh, What's it called? It's a full. It's a full movie. I. It's, I think it's, yeah, it's called, not. It's it's not. Say goodnight to the bad guys. No, Trailer Park Boys from ninety ninety nine. Is, is that the movie? Yes. Uh, yes, it's the first one. How, I'm thinking a countdown right? to the liquor day. Yeah the 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 movie which was oh, actually the, the pilot. I guess wait, the one that's in black and white. You know what? I, think, I don't know. I think you're thinking of the the Big Dirty or Countdown to Liquor Day. It's go. Can you click on one of them and check the soundtrack? Yes. We're Sound. looking for you guys because I, mean, I know I'll, the soundtrack I'll of the movie. The soundtrack of the movie that I'm thinking of has um a few songs by <laughs> Canadian rock group. Oh my God, the Tragically Hip. So that is the 2006 movie. Bob Cagion. Bob, Bob, Bob Cajun. Is that what it's called? Yeah, Bob Cajun. And then I, I don't know if the heat, there was, there could have been more by the, the Tragically tragic, Hip. The tra- Tragically Hip are pretty decent. Yeah, he, the lead singer, well, I guess I don't know if he's considered the one main part of the band. He he died a few years ago from cancer. R.I.P. Um, Fuck cancer. R.I.P. But there, he is, he or his band, Tragically Hip, good group. What and, Bobby Baker is that his name? Uh no, his no, the guy who died was Gord Downey. Okay. That's the guy. He always wears the hat when he performed. Yeah, that's him right there. Yeah, he died. He actually he died. Wow, he died right when uh Leahy died. It meant to be. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, I that didn't sucks. realize that. But um anyway, so my my point of bringing that up where was I going with it? Oh, Mike Clattenburg. Yes. So I wanted to just say that Mike Clattenburg has has a very 
cool style. Cool. That's the best word I can come up with right now. Where in the movie, he he utilizes slow-mo and it's almost like he's doing a music video when the songs come on. So he, he plays with the soundtrack a lot. It's very stylized is my point. And this is, this is the 2006 movie, right? Okay. And the, I wanted to connect that to the intro. So the intro song is very laid back, like elevator jazz music. It's very common. It's it's music. Music. And in this one, they change it up for the Christmas special, really laid back guitar. And Clattenburg is doing a drive-by of the community like he doesn't normally, but this time everything's dressed in Christmas decorate. And it's gorgeous. It's got like an amber light. Are you talking about the like Christmassy, like the Sponge I'm a SpongeBob-esque song? Yes. Exactly. That's playing right now as we speak. I can't hear it. <laughs> oh, it'll play. <laughs> It'll okay, be playing. So apparently the song that's playing while I'm talking, yes. that one, I think Mike Clattenburg has a great eye and ear for this stuff. And you can see his tourism if you the, want to throw that word out there. The amount of genius. Let's just say, like, forget the Netflix, the Netflix seasons. Forget those. Even though, like, one or two of them were pretty good, the first six or seven seasons whatever it was that was before netflix Mm -hmm. they are like there is some genius shit in the like it's just like it shouldn't work but it works so good it's like it's really stupid the fact that you like it my friends like it i know other people that like it and then none of these people are similar at all like like they they appeal to everyone it's crazy i mean it's ridiculous it's ridiculous it's ridiculous that's it, my it experience just, with this it, too. It just works. It works. It's it's dumb humor, but then like it's elevated by we've we've said this before on the show when we've brought up Trailer Park Boys. We we've mentioned John um John Dunsworth. And yeah, we have but, called the word that we've used to describe this man is Shakespearean because well, he, is. he literally was. He is. He 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 was. He he in the show he is. He the way that he does the performance and the way that these characters going back to how they have progressions, they literally, the actors morph into the characters as the longer the show goes on. There's this whole other element to it that yes, it's stupid. These guys are, you know, they're getting drunk. They're getting high. Everything's about trying not to get into jail and they always end up back in jail. But there's a lot of, there's a lot of classic archetypes and, it's just funny. I mean, how else can you describe it, right? Yeah, and it's I've I can't tell you how many times I've watched the second season. I've probably watched the second season like ten times. There's, it's funny. It's it makes me crack up every time. Every time, it's like you catch something new, and it's, it's it could be the way that an actor says a line, or it could be you realizing the scenario that's unfolding before you, <laughs> or just like focusing in on like I'm just gonna follow Ricky this episode or i'm just gonna follow like Leahy this episode and you just really focus in on what they're doing or if you spent the entire time watching Corey and trevor in the background (laughs) because a lot of the time they are in the background they're just doing doing shit 
Yeah, it's smart. It's smart humor. It's it's dumb humor, but it's smart humor at the same time. It's elevated. It's elevated dumb humor. I guess would be the way to say it. It does good. It does gooder, man. It just does gooder. That's good. (laughs) Yeah. Right. It's so good. I mean, I'm ready to rate. Uh, we can rate this. Uh, we won't rate the show. I'm sure we'll cover the show again in the future. We need Kevin to get in on this. Like, maybe we'll show him. Maybe we'll do an episode with him doing. Maybe we'll do like the move, the first movie, the pilot, or we could even do the 2006 movie. I think, yeah, we should probably, if we were to do something, we we, we would definitely need to do the, like, not the black and white, really, really crappy looking one. But <laughs> yeah, the, the, or I, I count down the liquor day is pretty funny. That one is pretty good, too. You're right. But I'm ready to rate the special if you're down. I Yeah, I don't know if I had anything else I wanted to say. If you did, um, uh, sorry for cutting you off. If you if you do, fuck no, you. No, 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 it's fine. Fuck you, Mr. Leahy. Fuck you. Tear Santa, okay. go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> the shit winds are blowing. Uh, <laughs> you can. You want to do your rating first? Sure. Yeah, I'm going to give this a seven. It's not the best content they have. I think other things work better, but it does give you a great, if you watch like season one, two, and three, and then go immediately to this, it just it it really it probably works better. The cool thing about this, I'm I'm gonna rate it a seven. Also, the okay. the cool thing about this is, you see the shenanigans, but it always comes back to it has a really neat dramatic moment with Bubbles and the boys, and getting to see the origins of how all these characters started the progression to how they ended up by season four is still quite something, and. The whole thing with Bubbles and his parents, it actually it really hits you. It does. Um, I, I felt that way watching it unfold this time. And I had only, I, I had no other episodes in context, right? It was just watching this special for the pod. Really, the only other thing I wanted to say was that it's, it's a successful balance of comedy and drama. Yeah. I mean, that's the whole show. The show is not just silly the entire time it has a lot of silliness but it's it's very much like you said balanced well i mean take take go back to the shakespearean john dunsworth for a minute he he has so many moments in the show where he he hits rock bottom when he becomes the snurf <laughs> the liquor snurf Blueberry. yeah i mean it's it's these are moments that would destroy people it's, like tight they're, as, they're, it's tight as piss. Yeah. It would destroy their lizife. Lizife. Um you're rip. Rock pile. ROC. But he, he would have he has these really embarrassing moments, but and I don't know, it's just the next scene or two after these moments, you you, you feel for the guy. Like all of the stuff that he's done, and he's he's sort of the antagonist of the show. Even though he's boys. got, even though he's gotten fucked over every single minute of it, <laughs> of it, right, right. So y- you do start to latch onto these, even though they're clearly struggling degenerate. And not saying that it's like based in realism or anything, but like you could probably connect to the fact that they're just these are just people stumbling around, just trying to make it. Especially later in the show, there's a lot of they. They literally have every type of person. Like they are. And it's not just like a diverse thing. They just they just have everything. It's it's Don it's and not, Donna. It's yeah. It's not force. It's just it's there for the comedy, and it just works. But it's also got this very real human level of it, where you're like, wow, that was actually like in between all this ridiculousness, that was actually like really poign- poignant and like moving, like you said. No, I mean, 
it's a great well, show to get. It's a great show to get into if you want to binge, and it's also a great show you want to if you want to get into it. And just it's like, like a warm blanket, it it really is. I had an epiphany while we were just talking, but the boys, if we look at Ricky, Julian, and Bubbles again, you look at the classic comedian groups, like the Three Stooges, for example. I mean, these guys are are really different from that, where they're not all slapstick, right? We already talked about. Julian being the ultimate straight. And we talked about Bubbles being the heart and the actual conscience of, of the show. And then Ricky is, he is like the whole slapstick doofus of the group. So it's it's interesting to see the trio broken out that way, as opposed to like in Three Stooges, all of them are morons or, you know, they're all in on the slapstick. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely more elevated than them, even though I love the Three Stooges, but that's a great comparison to make. Yeah, thank you. I, I wanted to say that while it was while it popped in my head, but it, it yeah, that would be a good way to to see the characters. They just don't know how to say about. <laughs> a boot. I love this show. I mean, it's really it I doesn't do get old. I probably should just next time I go watch it, I should just go like to season five or six because I haven't watched those in years. years. I, I, I've watched season two and three like eighty times. We saw. My friends, we always skip season one because we're like, all right, we've seen this way too many times. We always watch season two. So I just like have the, all that shit memorized by now. <laughs> it doesn't get stale, I would say. This show does not get stale. That's the one of the best Agreed. parts about it. It's just never, it never, it's never old. It's, it's no. like, I, like I said, you can binge it or you can watch it. You can take a year to watch the entire thing. It's, or longer. It's great. And obviously really but we're talking about it. You watched it years ago even more than me, it has great revisit value as well. Like you can always come back to it. Rewatchability. I'm just thinking of this now, but it's funny how the show has two actors that were named after famous singers. Cause you have, you have Michael Jackson who we already mentioned. And then Phil Collins is the other one. Oh yeah. Fucking goddamn mustard tiger. Philadelphia Collins, who I wish was in this episode, but he wasn't on the show. What about, yet. what about Sam Squamsh? Sam the there, Caveman. There are so many people that weren't in this show. Like in this, oh, look uh, in this special. Yo, this is the movie? Go down. Which one? Oh, am I showing oh, you something? Hold down for a second. Yeah, you're Sorry. showing me something. On oh, I've been, I've been streaming. The... My, you've been, I could have been looking at some, some porno over here, and you could have been like snooping on it. No, actually, speaking of the tragically hip, Gord Downey plays a cop in the movie. Oh, look at that. Yeah. I didn't know that. I knew Alex Lifeson. Oh, that's that's actually great. Look at that. Gordani was cop one, and Alex Lifeson was cop two. I, wow. I haven't se- I haven't seen this one. I've probably seen it once, and it's been twenty sixteen ish. Is when I watched it. Snoop Dogg yeah. has a guest appearance at some point. It's just great stuff. They have a lot of cameos. More than you would think. But. Yes. All right. Yeah. Have you said your piece? Up in this piece. Peace. Corey Corey Bowles. I did not know that his name his that's yeah all these guys that they have their actual name as their character name is probably really great but also just mind fucks them because they're like I don't know if I'm the character I'm playing or if it's real life right right all right yeah we we beat this thing to death I, we went about where I thought I didn't think we'd go longer than forty five oh, longer nice. than longer than the av- actual special yeah right. Hey, let's go. It's just the way of the road. Let's just keep going. Way hit the road. 
everybody i i have to let you know right now chris is filling up a piss jug and he's he's throwing it he's throwing it out of his truck here we uh, go so many things yeah honestly we should get kept we should do another episode in you know six months nine months and just when, whenever whenever we feel like it actually introduce kevin and then get kevin's take and see how it matches up with what we said on this episode for, for and newcomers. It, and if it's wrong, if what he says is not the same, it's wrong. It's fine. <laughs> no, it's Perfect. great. Perfect. Hey, well, we're going to have, I don't know when exactly this episode is going to come out in December, but it will be December. And we're going to have at least one other Christmas episode. So Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Happy Hanukkah. Merry, Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Chanukkah. You don't want to say that? Happy Chanukkah. Huh? Chris, doesn't, Chris doesn't like the Jews. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Actually, Chris's last name is Feinstein. <laughs> oh. Yes, Goldberg. Goldberg. All right. Goldenstein. <laughs> Steen. Goldenstein. Steed. And he's got like very <laughs> curly locks coming just from his sideburns. Frankenstein. Uh, all that right, was everybody. a uh, that was a young Frankenstein joke. If you if you didn't catch that, I did not. But that's good. I've only Thanks. seen that movie once, and I didn't think it was the classic everyone thinks it is. Man, hot takes, hot take after hot take here. Is it a hot take? I mean, it's fine. It's good, but it's not like I don't need to watch that every year. Oh, I don't watch it every year. It's the way she goes. No, it's the way it goes. It goes. <laughs> All right, everybody. We'll we'll be back. We'll be back. Another Christmas episode. It's gonna be a trading post. It's a trading post episode. Trading post, which is cool. Our second one. Our second one. Um, we said our piece. You're red. (laughs) Oh wait, did we tell people to subscribe? If you subscribe, we'll get you a Christmas tree and some presents, (laughs) and you can participate in the contest. In the contest for the best lit nativity scene in the trailer park in the park in the park park. yeah all right everybody godspeed peace thanks for listening to the searchers podcast if you want to hear more of our thoughts on movies you can find us on letterboxd Ben at Giant13, Chris at Ziglet underscore Murr, and me at Kevin Chan. Find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and on searchersfilmpodcast.podbean.com. Until next time, people. This isn't what Christmas is about. Oh, Craziness and drunk saying his little dirty grocery bags fucked to their ears. Here, take a bit of dope. I don't want any dope. I'm going home. Nice going, Leahy. Real nice. You write your little letter to Santa Claus yet, Rickon? Oh, that's pretty fucking funny. Actually, I did. You know how it starts? Dear Santa Claus, go fuck yourself. <gasps>